This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I loved particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. Hey guys, welcome to another bonus episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Today's episode, I'm going to share with you guys my Instagram live from today, where I talked about the basics of podcasting. If you guys are a new or aspiring podcaster and you want to learn more about Anchor Media, we have our open house coming up next week. August 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where you'll get to learn about the company and our upcoming Find Your Voice Academy retreat happening in December. The link to sign up is right here in the show notes. And without further ado, here is my live on the basics of podcasting. Hey, everybody that's joining in. So I'm going to be talking about podcasting basics. So if you have any questions about podcasting, um, type them in. And then as I go, I'll stop to answer your questions. I'll scroll back up to make sure I answer them before I leave. I don't go live often. So I want to make sure that I am giving you guys as much as possible during our time together. Let me paste my little... Will this be saved? Yeah, it will be. Hold on, y'all. Let me um, type in information about our open house. It was supposed to copy and paste, but that is okay. Hey, Christian. Okay, there we go. Let me pin it. Let me make sure I got my dates right because I am good for forgetting stuff. Yep, that is right. It's the 26th. All right, so for everybody who just joined, if you have, we're going to be talking about podcasting basics. Um, and if you have any questions, 
please feel free to type them in and I'll answer them here. Do you work with shows that have already been started? So, no, we work with shows who have an idea as well as shows who uh, have already gotten started. I actually love working with shows who have launched already because we can just get straight to what's working, what's not, and create a plan so that we can get your numbers and your revenue to where you want it to be. So we definitely work with new um podcasters who just have an idea, but we also definitely work with shows who've launched already. And I get this question a lot because a lot of people believe like with our retreats that we're going to focus on a lot of the basics of podcasting. And we do, but logistically creating a podcast is easy. You get a microphone, you record audio, and you upload it to the internet. It's not hard to do at all. So what we like to focus on with um, Anchor Media is we focus on creating profitable podcasts. So we spend our time in our programs focusing on strategy, marketing, business development, because that's the stuff that matters. We want you to make money off of coming on your platform and talking every single week. And so um, I'm glad you asked that because a lot of people always ask, well, is this just for new podcasters? No, no. <laughs> if you already have a show, we are going to help you grow as well. All right. We have a good amount of people in here. Well, hello. For those of you guys who don't know me, my name is Tatum Tamia Iomike. I am the CEO of Anchored Media, where we develop and produce profitable podcasts. I also am the host of my own podcast called Blessed and Bossed Up, where I primarily focus on faith and business. So on that show, you hear me talk about God and talk about my journey, talking about um, building a business God's way and all of that. But when it comes to Anchored Media and that role, I am the CEO and executive producer. So I love to get my hands dirty, get into the back end of people's podcasts, get into the back end of people's businesses and orchestrate it and craft it in a way to where their goals are being met and they're making impact and income. A lot of people have these wonderful messages that they want to get out on their podcast, but they don't have the marketing skills or the business acumen to craft a show at its foundation. That's going to be one that gets their voice to the masses and then one that makes money. And it's interesting because I didn't realize that I was going to get to this point. I've been podcasting for four and a half years, almost five years. Like, that's crazy. Five years. I mean, January would make five years of podcasting. And as I have been in this industry for the past almost five years, I've realized that there are not a lot of regular people who come into this space and who are successful. And so what I've been able to do with Blessed and Bossed Up is to create a show that reaches millions of people a year all over the globe. I can't find half of these places on a map. I've been able to work with groundbreaking companies through sponsorships. My show has so many <laughs> sponsors um, that are interested in working with regular old me because of this platform that's been able to be built. And so um, I have really mastered podcast strategy and I love to work with aspiring and new and established podcasters. If you guys are not familiar with Anchor Media, you can click the uh our page right here in the pinned comment to just check us out, see what we got going on over there. We have a retreat that's coming up. Thank you. I see y'all compliments. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, we have a retreat coming up in December. Our retreats are something that we do every year, and it's for new and aspiring podcasters who want to build profitable shows. So we focus on marketing, 
monetizing, business development. We also focus on the person behind the podcast because the person behind the platform matters. The person on the microphone matters, right? You're not just building this to where you're going to give yourself to everybody else. You matter too. So we focus a lot on you as a person uh, behind the show or behind the microphone as well. Our, our retreats have produced countless charting podcast. One of our November retreat from last year, one of our attendees there emailed me this week and was like, hey, I just wanted to show you my show is charting. Her show is charting in all of these different countries that she's never been to. Uh, some of our success stories, Rosalind, she has a mental health podcast. She came to our very first retreat in 2019. Excuse me, her show consistently charts in the in the top 100 in the mental health category. My show, Blessed and Bossed Up, it consistently charts top 100 in the business category. We're not even in the faith category. In the business category, um, the top 20 in entrepreneurship uh, category. Another one of our shows, Allison, for the Four Moms podcast, she just charted recently in um, some somewhere. I think it was the Bahamas. But her show uh, is charting, but we just have count. I could literally go on with the amount of shows that we have that just continue to chart and grow because of the tools that we teach via our uh, services. And the retreat is the first step to working with us. If you go to our website, you'll see all of our success stories. I mean, they're countless. If you go to our Instagram page, we have so many different testimonials and things from people who have attended our retreats and worked with us. So if you want to learn more about Anchor Media, what we do, how you can work with us. The first step is to attend our open house. And that's that's happening next week. Um, is that next week? Yep. Next week, August 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The link is in my show notes for you to uh, register and we'll send you the link and all of that good stuff so that you can learn about us, what we do and how you can be a part of our next retreat. So for those of you guys that are just joining in, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Say hello back. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to be talking about the basics of podcasts because a lot of times I get so excited about podcasting and strategy. I can go off the deep end and get to talking about analytics and business structure and marketing and all of these things. So today I want to talk about podcasting basics because a lot of people are like, okay, Tatum, I'm not even there yet. I'm at step one. And so I want to spend this live today answering some questions for those of you guys who are at step one. Now, if you're here with me live and you're not at step one, feel free to just ask your question right here and I'll be happy to answer it for you. Hey, Rosalyn. Hey, Ma, that's my mother, you guys, Celebrity 777. I don't know who she thinks she is. <laughs> hey, everybody. Okay, so I'm just going to go through these podcast basic questions. The first one is, what is the best length of time for a podcast episode? So when it comes to figuring out how long your show is going to be, the answer will always be whatever I answer. It's never going to be black and white. It's always going to be it depends. So my answer for how long your show should be is it depends. And here is how you can kind of get to that right place. Um, if your show is not in uh, the entertainment category in any type of way, so like society and culture, comedy, anything that's entertainment based, if your show or if your show is not even in like the true crime category, and I consider that to still be entertainment. So if your show is not entertainment based, I suggest that you keep it under an hour. Even if you are an interview-based show and you have 
uh, guests on. Still, keep the conversation to around an hour. If it go an hour or less, if it goes over, just chop it up into two parts. That just save you time from having to record another episode. Now you've got given yourself some space. When I do interviews, I love to go over time because usually the guests, I don't do them often. And usually the guests that I have have so many valuable things to share. I don't want to cut them off. So I just let them keep going. I keep ans- asking the follow-up questions that I have. And then um, I would just break the interview up into however many parts it needs to be to keep me under that one hour mark. So if you are not entertainment based, keep your show under one hour. Now, if it's shorter than, let's say if it's 30 minutes or less, I think 30 to 40 is a very good spot, especially if you're in like the motivational space or if you're in the educational space, business space or whatever, I think 30 to 40 is a really good spot. But where it depends comes in is that your thing can be that you give really good information in a short period of time. So one of the shows that I used to listen to years ago when I first started um, pop, listening to podcasts, not even podcasting yet. It was a show called The 10 Minute Marketer. And this show came out, I forgot the frequency of when it came out, but the whole thing was teaching you marketing in 10 minutes. And so that was a 10 minute show that could have been 30. I would have listened to a marketing show for probably 30 minutes, but it was a part of their marketing for their show to be 10 minutes. And that was their unique selling proposition and what made them stand out. So it worked for them. So whatever it is that you're doing, you can make the time work for you, but stay in that general parameter to where if you're not entertainment based, stay within the 30 to 40 minute sweet spot. This episode is brought to you by the law office of Jasmine Brunson. I cannot stress to you guys the importance of owning your intellectual property. I remember how good I felt when I got that registration in the mail for the God is my CEO trademark. Now I can go on and create merch and things with confidence knowing that no one else can do it or duplicate what God gave me. Even more recently, we got our trademark registration for Anchor Media. Now I can continue to build the brand and the vision and not have to worry about someone else trying to copy or do the same thing. It's just a peace and a confidence that I cannot stress enough. And I want you guys to experience it too by protecting your stuff. Jasmine is a kingdom lawyer for kingdom entrepreneurs. As a faith-based entrepreneur herself, she knows how important it is to steward over everything God is giving you, including your business. It will be heartbreaking if somebody trademark your name before you. And I don't want that to happen to y'all. Here's what you can expect when working with Jasmine. Trademark protection of your brand name, logo, or slogan. Generational wealth creation for your family. Guidance on how to give your business a strong legal foundation. Legal advice on how to protect other parts of your business. And stewardship over your business as you both work together to glorify God. Go join her other satisfied clients who have left five-star Google reviews and who are now confidently doing business. To get your trademark, visit go.jasminebrunson.com slash faith-based business. Again, it's go.jasminebrunson.com slash faith-based business. This episode is brought to you by Every Plate. You guys know by now that I enjoy cooking delicious meals for my family. 
But as a mom who cooks fresh meals for my baby, along with trying to cook fresh meals for myself and my husband, thinking of what to make for dinner, getting the ingredients to make the meal, and even trying to find new creative meals instead of the same old, same old can be a bit of a hassle at times. This is why I enjoy meal kits that make cooking convenient and spices things up in the kitchen. Every plate is a meal kit that delivers right to your door the ingredients to make gourmet meals at just a fraction of the price of other meal kits. At first, I was skeptical, thinking these meal kits are going to be super expensive, but now I'm convinced you can get the same deliciousness at a much lower price. I really enjoy using every plate because, like I said, I'm able to take a break from that same old, same old, try something new, see my husband's face when he gets to try it for the first time, and it's just an overall great experience. Try every plate for just $1.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code BLESSED199. That's up to $100 in value. Again, you can try every plate for just $1.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code BLESS199. This episode is brought to you by Christian Mingle. Are you looking for a meaningful lifelong connection with someone who shares your beliefs? If so, you've got to try Christian Mingle. With over 2,000 Christian singles signing up every day, Christian Mingle is an established and still growing community of practicing singles. Their ability to help members make quality connections is what sets them apart. You can search and filter potential partners on age, distance, type of relationship you're looking for, and also more specific criteria like height, education level, church attendance, whether they have kids or not, etc. This is all to help you find a like-minded partner that fits your criteria and makes a real connection with them. Finding your true love is one of life's greatest adventures. Let Christian Mingle guide you on this journey and join a community of practicing singles looking for the one. So discover why so many Christian singles find love at christianmingle.com slash blessed. That's christianmingle.com slash blessed. Let's get back to the show. So the next question says, uh, how do you choose between a seasonal and a weekly podcast? What format is better? I get this question a lot. People always want to know if they should do seasonal, if they should do a weekly show. I suggest doing when it comes to this, this is where you should choose whatever format fits what you want to do. So if you don't want to keep up with a show that comes out every week, don't do a weekly show. If somebody who has a weekly podcast with a show that comes out now twice a week and have been putting out a show for almost five years, you will blink and it's time to record again. There have been many a times where I just don't have anything to say. I don't just don't feel like talking. And that happens often. And when that happens, I usually will have like an interview or something that I can pull and post because at this point, I'm legally obligated to put out podcasts because sponsors have paid for ads for shows that have not come out yet. So whether I felt like talking or not today, I need to put a bonus episode out because I have ads that have been paid for for this episode. And so I I can't afford to not feel like talking. So I have to either do interviews. Um, I may even do like a replay. I do so much content. It makes it a little bit easier. So if I have a YouTube video and so something that I do is if I have a YouTube video, I'll take that audio and turn it into a, a bonus episode for the podcast so that I'm making the best use of my time when I'm showing up in this way. And so, um, 
that being said, doing a weekly show is hard to keep up with. And I'm a big proponent of don't start what you can't maintain. If you cannot maintain doing a show every single week, don't start that way. Because when you start getting inconsistent, now you get into the lane where you're losing trust with your audience, where you're, you're, you're hurting your credibility. Because if they can't depend on you to put out a show when you say you're going to put it out, how are they going to depend on you to deliver services or products that they pay for? So right now with this free content, you're building that rapport and relationship with your audience. And a part of that is showing up when you say you're going to show up. And so really count the cost of what it means to have a seasonal versus a weekly show before you do it. Now, with that being said, a lot of shows that I work with, the hosts want to do seasonal because that works better for what they have going on in their life and, and how often they want to show up on a platform. But then their fear is that their listenership is going to drop because their show isn't out every week. And that's that's a myth. That's not true. If you have a seasonal podcast, you won't lose listenership because you're in your off season. People are finding podcasts all the time. And so what you can do, though, is now put on your strategy hat and figure out how do I cultivate my audience who does listen every single week during this off season. And so that's a great opportunity for you to take them from the show to maybe some sort of community. You can take them to maybe it's a Mighty Networks community. It's a uh, which is basically like a platform that lets you have online communities. Um, it could be a Facebook group. It could be your email list. But it's now is an opportunity to take them somewhere else so that they can further get that interaction on a consistent basis in real time that they want from you. Something else that we did that was really successful when I developed a show that was seasonal, we had content come out during the off season. So um, we would do a compilation of like best of season one, and we will have that play during the off season. We'll have, I would have the host record like a quick check-in or like a prayer for her audience. And then we'll post that in the off season. So these were just little checkpoints to let the audience know like, Hey, I ain't desert y'all. I'm coming back soon. Then when we start gearing up for a new season, that's when that marketing comes back to where we'll do a, a trailer for what to expect for season two and have that drop on the uh, feed. And so if you, again, if you have a seasonal show, it doesn't mean you're going to lose listeners. People are constantly finding podcasts. You're still going to be getting new listeners um, over the course of you being in the off season. Also, when people are looking at the show on whatever device or platform that they're using, they can see that it's a seasonal show. So they know like, oh, okay, I'll come back next season or I'm subscribed. So I'll get the notification when the next season starts. So again, there there are ways to keep your audience um engaged during the off season. But the worst thing you can do as a podcaster is be inconsistent. As a content creator, as a business owner, period, the worst thing you can do is show up inconsistently. So before deciding if it's going to be seasonal or weekly, count the cost of what it means to do both and then make the decision from there. Give me sugar bakery is the podcast retreat. What about the podcast retreat? How do you get your advertisements when you have to break during your podcast? What do you mean? Do you mean, um, how do I edit it in? Yeah. Do you mean like I stop recording for a period of time? What do you mean by, um, having to break? 
If you could clarify that a little bit, I could make sure that I'm answering correctly. Okay. Hey, everybody that is coming in. We are talking about basic podcasting questions. If you have any questions about podcasting, you can drop it in and I'll answer it right here. If you are a new or inspiring podcaster and you want help with launching or growing your show, check out Anchor Media. Uh, you can click the link right there. We have an open house happening next week where you'll learn all about our company, our upcoming retreat, and how you can work with us. So see the old mother says acquiring the relationships to advertise. To be honest with you, finding advertisers is the easy part. That's not even the part that you need to worry about. The most important part is having the listenership to be able to sell ads. Podcasting is mirroring uh, social media influencing in a way to where initially when it came to like influencer marketing on social media, they look for people with these big, huge millions of followers platforms. Then they started to see the value. They as an advertisers started to see the value of people with more niche audiences. So then that's where the concept of micro influencers, macro influencers came in. Similarly, um, in podcasting, it's initially started out to where um, our advertisers wanted to see at least 10,000 listens per episode before they sponsored a show. Now that number is around 5,000. If you have 5,000 listens per episode, then you're in a good space to be able to pitch to advertisers. And when I say 5,000 listens per episode, I mean your show needs to get 5,000 listens from if it comes out on August 1st, from August 1st to, to September 1st. That's the number that you need to have for that particular episode. That's a specific number. A lot of people look at like their gross listens. So they see all time listens like, oh, I had uh, 5,000 all time listens. Now I could get ads. Not necessarily. Once you start working down to finding that specific number, it's not as high as what you see. Reason being is because people will go back and listen to old episodes. They'll listen to they'll start binge listening and all of those things. So uh, you have to make sure you find that right number. But once you have that right number, then there are a ton. And like I said, it mirrors social media marketing or uh, influencer marketing when it comes to social media. It mirrors it in where there are a lot of um, age companies, agencies, middlemen to where they, they pretty much broker deals between influencers and advertisers. It's the same thing with podcasting. And a lot of that, the, a lot of the podcast hosts do that. So where I host my show, because I have the listenership, um, a, a benefit that I have is they have a sales team that sells ad space on my show. So they do all the work. They email me and say, Tatum, um, such and such is interested um, in advertising on your show. Let me know if you're open to it. I say yes. They close the deal and we have a revenue share and then they'll book whatever. They'll work it out to what, what episodes they will advertise on. There are also platforms like AdvertiseCast where you can list your show there and they do similar things. So I am I use my hosting services and I also have a, a presence on AdvertiseCast to where they'll send me things. So like I'm in the office now looking for somebody sent me a book who wanted to advertise on my show. And it's a faith based book. I said, I need to read it first to know what you're talking about in here before I agree <laughs> to advertise it on the show. And so um, it's the same thing with them. I list my show, my listenership. So then companies that are looking to sponsor podcasts, they go to these middlemen and then um, you just need to be in a position to be found. And they also have a bunch of like 
software systems and things of that nature that tracks top podcasts. So they always find you. I've never had to go look for a sponsor. Never. I've never had to pitch a sponsor at all. They, with the way this industry is moving, so much money is being thrown into podcasting. If you have the listenership, you have the money. And it is just like that. So another podcasting basic question is how, and this is along the lines of what we're talking about, how long does it take to make money podcasting? And this is another answer of, it depends. <laughs> now, it depends on how long it takes you to get, if, if, let me back up. There are two ways that we teach to monetize podcasts. One is via advertisers. Two is via funneling people into an existing business. So the advertising route, which is what we were just talking about, whenever you get to 5,000 listens is when you can start making money in that in that vehicle. How long it takes you to get there and 5,000 listens per episode. Remember, I said it was a distinction. How long it takes you to get there is up to you. So you can start making money within a year via advertisers if you get to that number. That is 100% contingent upon you, the work that you put in to get your listenership to a certain point. Now, on the flip side, I believe that you make money a lot faster by funneling people. You make more money and you make it faster by funneling people into an existing business because you don't need 5,000 people to make a sale. You just need one. So if, while you're still building your show to get to that advertiser level, you can be making money into your uh, by funneling your listeners into your business and you can make money multiple times. When I get paid by Target, they're not a sponsor, but they, you know, hopefully they will be because I love me some Target. But using them as an example, if when Target pays me for a sponsorship on my show, I get paid one time for that whatever it is they bought. So if they bought four ads, whatever. That's one check for that package that they bought. They may renew, so I might get another check later. A lot of a lot of times that happens. Um, one of our sponsors, BetterHelp, has renewed like four or five times. Like They just keep buying more ad spots. Like I feel like I'm going to be talking about BetterHelp for the rest of my life. They buy so many ads. But, um, but you get that check one time, again, unless they renew. Now... On the flip side, funneling people into an existing business, you get paid multiple times by that one listener. So I have people who have bought my prayer journal that I wrote two years ago, my book from two years ago. They bought the devotional that we just put out. They are in the society. They uh, come to our retreats. They join our subsequent programs. If I were to put something else out, they, they bought um, God is my CEO merch. They spent money six times and that's one listener and this is something that occurs all the time like i would literally be sitting at a retreat where somebody will have on one of our merch items they'll have the the podcast planner in their hand they're buying the podcast planner at the retreat they got the prayer journal in their bag the devotion in their bag for me to sign like it's they, i've gotten paid multiple times by that one person by having a, a system that funnels listeners into my business and the endeavors that i do and so that's something that we teach as well with anchor media it's a skill to it it's a skill as far as business structure goes it's also a skill as far as speaking goes and that's one of my 
favorite sessions that we have within our retreat, we're talking about crafting a message that sells. So you have to know how to speak in a way to where you're giving value to your audience, you're communicating your point, and you're also taking them to the next step that you want them to take. And that is a communication skill. A lot of people are talkers, but they're not good communicators. And the telltale of a good communicator is if you're able to get the result from the communication that you intend to. Communication is a cynical process. It's supposed to come back. Some people just be bop, 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 like talking, but not communicating. And so that's one of my favorite sessions that we have at our retreat is I teach how to communicate. And then I also give them an, an assignment where they have to craft a message and give it to us right at the retreat. And we all tell them are, if we're buying or not. Do you have my money or no? And this is why and this is why not so that we can just grow. It's a skill. It has to be developed. It has, you have to practice it. Um, anytime that I speak, not for the podcast necessarily, but even professionally, if I have a speaking engagement, I have to practice. I have what I want to say, but I have to practice. I have to make sure that I am getting uh, the intended result when I'm speaking and I'm not just talking. Y'all been messing my just talk and you'll be like, do they stop? <laughs> what? Do they even understand that they, it, I ain't saying nothing in 45 minutes? Like, nobody likes that. And it's even worse with a podcast because they're not going to come back and they're not going to buy. And if they don't come back, you won't make money via advertising and you definitely won't make money by funneling them into your business. I'm going to stop it right there. If you guys want to see the full live stream, you can go on my Instagram at Tatum Tamia. That's it for this bonus episode. This one was a little bit longer, but I wanted y'all to get this information that I shared about podcasting. Again, join us next week, August 26, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Anchored Media's Open House. We learn about us, what we do, how we can help you, and more about our upcoming event in December. The link for that is in the show notes. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.